Welcome, you're listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick, but you can call me Nick. This is a weekly radio show on WPRK featuring a maker, artist, or professional who is doing something neat. Consider subscribing to the show on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get podcasts, and visit toacertaindegree.com where you can also find past shows and information on guests, and also information on becoming a guest. That's right, the guests on To A Certain Degree used to be people just like you at some point. Now there's something more. If you or someone you know would like to take this journey from your current larval stage to beautiful butterfly, hit me up on most social media channels that are currently available and not selling my information. Andrew Bird on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, the best in basement radio and the voice of Rollins College. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to A Certain Degree, and that was Andrew Bird with Spare O's. I wanted to play that song because it has some nature sounds at the end, and uh, I have a couple of special guests today, some very special guests that I've wanted to have on for a while, and they remind me of nature. They often (laughs) take uh, my child camping with them. Uh, because I don't want to go, so I appreciate that they will take him to uh, nature spots. And I really like that. Uh, I also have this intense, as I mentioned before on the show, and I'm not going to mention it again or explain anything about it, this intense fear and hatred of manatees. So (laughs) really going out into the woods or onto any sort of lakes and things uh, is not for me, but a very special guest every week. This week, no exception, two special guests. Megan and Adam Judd are here. Good morning, guys. Good morning. We're so happy to be here. I'm so happy that you're here as well. And we're happy to take your kid and his electronic devices out into the woods anytime. And see what happens there. Mm -hmm. I wonder why he had such a fascination with manatees. He does, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, if I hate them, then he's into them, which is... the equivalent of being goth, I suppose, yeah, I would love it if he was goth. <laughs> Versus a manatee I lover. I tell him that every day. I, tell I, think, him, I think goth are going to start putting manatees into their dress code. So it'll be like, oh, really that would be amazing. Goth, like, you know, the black eyeliner around. We manatee. need some goth yeah, manatees. That Sad manatees with yes. some torn, yeah. torn well, they are uh, little Eeyore leggings. Like, so. They are what? Little Eeyore like. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, little emo. Emo, yeah, yeah emo. Yeah. And then, you know, like from Pooh. Wasn't it Eeyore that did yeah. the. Yeah. Sad. So if we did a Florida version of Winnie the Pooh, manatees would be uh, Eeyore. Right, the dog. We would have the cougar or the panther. The Florida panther the Florida would panther. be Tigger. Yeah. And then we already have the bears. We've got the right. bears. The Seminole what, County. What about Piglet? Is that the new trend in, in pig ownership? That's, I think, yeah, that's the hogs. Yeah, the hogs, hogs, the wild here. hogs. Yeah. Okay, they're sweet and cute. Yeah. They taste yeah. good. Mm-mm. Yeah, they do taste good. Mm-mm. Well, guys, uh, so I know you pretty well. We've known each other for probably the be- better part of a decade or more. Yeah, I mean, the boys were three or four-ish probably yeah. when we met. Yeah, so it's been a while. But let's allow everybody else to get to know you a little bit better. So we're going to play 20 questions. But it's not going to be 20 questions like yes, no, up or down because that's just too easy. I didn't do it. Uh, okay, fair enough. This is not confessing. Oh, this oh. is not that kind of show. She did it. So I'm not going to say a crime like jaywalking, and then you have to say whether <laughs> I or not. Did do it. Okay, yeah, we did. <laughs> we did that this morning. Uh, so let's get to know you a little bit better. We're going to play uh, a game called Eat Drink or Be Merry. So if you're for something, you say Eat Drink, and that just sounds I'm like a wonderful thing. Yeah, because yeah. it's 
Well, and what is an eat drink? I'm assuming that's one word, right? It's not like eat, comma, drink. There's commas in there. Dang it. Okay. Well, let's say you drink anyway. Sounded like a popsicle to me. Sounded like something frozen that you could eat that's a drink. Okay. Uh, Being merry. What's the downside of that? What's that? The downside of merry. Uh, Being merry. I don't like it because I don't (laughs) typically like happy people. (laughs) Usually thinking about manatees, A. Uh, but B, you know, especially around the holidays, like just be miserable like the rest of I us. I think it's a good way to kind of tell somebody, why don't you just go be merry? Yeah. That's, kind of, yeah, that's a good yeah. way yeah. to yeah. No, be merry. Go on. Go be on. Merry. Yeah. We'll pass here. Yeah. Okay. So right. eat, drink if you're for something. Be merry if you're like, man, not so much. Okay. Resolutions. We're going into April here. It's mid-April. Uh, happy mid-April, everybody. Taxes, all those sorts of things. How are you doing on your resolutions, or did you even do any resolutions? Are you eat, drink, or be merry on this? I am be merry. Yeah. yeah. You didn't do any? You I, don't think it's good? I told myself I was going to do some things, and then I, I'm going to be merry. And then immediately <laughs> stop. Yeah. That's it. Nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. be merry on that Megan, one as well. Yeah, I feel like they're so just a distraction. I feel like it's just one more way that we lie to ourselves. Now, I'm all about goal setting. That's Do fine. Do you lie to yourself a lot? I think I... If it's I one more way to think, lie to yourself? Yeah. I, yeah, I guess okay. I guess that's what I'm indicating at this point. Good to know. And Good you believe know. it, right? I mean, that's the best part about lying to yourself is you actually believe what well, you're saying. I think saying. that's actually I think I mean, human nature. I think that's what we're doing. I think yeah. that's what we're all okay. doing. Yeah. I, I think those sense. moments of clarity is when all of a sudden you go, oh, my goodness. I've that been, was a lie I done told myself. I've been, oh, yeah, that is a voice. You tell the lie yeah. so many times it becomes the truth. Yeah. yeah. It's is a problem. It? Kaiser so say. Yeah. <laughs> right? right? That's right. Okay. How about voicemail? Eat, drink, or be merry? Oh, be merry. On out of here. Oh, you Mm-mm. feel very strongly about Mm-mm. this. Mm-mm. Hate them. Hate voicemail. I don't leave them. Text. I don't listen to them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yes, I'm also be merry. I um I try to answer my phone all the time. So he does. Hopefully, though. there's no voicemails left. But yeah, I'm not a I'm a big not a big voicemail person. So just text me. I don't have time for the voicemail. Well, yeah, that and you know when you go to try to leave. So I know my wife's like, oh, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that's just me trying to you. Oh, that's just me trying to not, you know, because the second I am opposed to something, the more strong that desire is goth all over. So um, I'm totally eat drink on that. Um, I feel like that's going to be pretty far off. So I don't know that it really pertains to us a whole, whole lot. Sure. But I think it's important to at least start looking at it because, well, we need to. Okay. Fair enough. Wouldn't it be great to like start a planet from the beginning and do it right? And just design it, yeah, like designer yeah, right. planet. And just do it right. Like, okay, we're going to keep this like on a master the planned narrow. community. That's that okay, actually so makes me itch. Let me ask you this because, you know, we've got what, 75% water? What would your percentage of water to land be? Being, and, and we'll talk a little bit about, of course, Metropolis Real Estate Solutions with you guys, which you guys own, your partners in, and things of that nature. So you are master planning a planet. You're master planeting. What are you going to do? Because this has always bothered me. We, I think we just have too much ocean. Like no, we don't have enough more. land. You need more ocean? I need more. I don't feel like I have enough water in my life. Uh, well, maybe we need more beachfront property. So maybe more like linear. more land, but either linear or uh, more island, small island-ish. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I often wonder how people live in landlocked areas. I've lived here my whole life in Orlando. Yeah. And not only do we have... 
tons of lakes and I grew up in Conway. So, I mean, it's just there all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, you grow up at the beach going over all the time. I couldn't live somewhere that was landlocked. It's not a judgment on other people. I just, I, I get stir crazy if I don't have water, water in my view on a very regular basis. Okay. So you just throw water at yeah, her once in a while. Yeah, that's it. Bless you. Spray me down. <laughs> um, no, I think as long as we can make a planet where we can recycle that water. And, and the problem is we have so much salt water and we have a lot of places that don't have fresh water. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the big problem is just being able to transition from the salt water to the fresh water and have it be clean, usable water. Um, you know, definitely something. And, I, and I'm a lake guy. I love being out on the lakes. I love swimming in lakes. I'm also from Orlando, so yeah, it's one of those manatees. Or, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. They're not in the lakes, bud. They're not Look, in the lakes. Did you? Did they send you? <laughs> <laughs> did they tell you oh, to come no. here? Oh boy. Okay, let's move on to the I next found one. Found out about it. Zombies, eat, drink, or be merry. I'm be merry on that one. I'm over it. I do not feel like it is an inevitable truth. That was kind of a gobsmack when I heard someone else say that. That zombies would actually happen someday? Yeah, yeah. They're that we impossible. Need to actually... they're, they're literally impossible. Okay, so go back to episode whatever and such and such. Uh, it was the uh, Frank and Ryan episode. It was very cute. Um, no, I'm kind of over them. I, I am still longing for the, um, you know, I'm a, a girl who kind of reached maturity in the 90s and... I miss the vampire days a little bit. Yeah. I'm more of a vampire fan. You know, we don't see a lot of witches. That's, that's I could do your some witches again. Of choice. Yeah. Is that's, vampires. Mm-hmm. Are witches undead? Or they've just sold their souls to the devil? I don't and I'm not that, talking Wiccans. I, think that, I don't yeah. need any oh, okay. yeah, I don't need right. any mail from the Wiccans. I, I understand say it's the just difference. Yeah. Not religion do, shaming. Right? Just um they just yeah. really need some Well, sun. they have powers and stuff. I don't know. I yeah. love all the fantasy stuff. It's all good fun. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say um, drink eat, drink. Yeah. I, you know, zombies are fun. I think the thing is, the hardest part for me with the zombie thing is, is they're so inconsistent. They're supposed to just be these dead walkers going after brains, but sometimes they're running. Sometimes they're not running. They always seem to catch people, but um, I like them. They're fun. That's the thing. They always seem to catch people and it brings out the worst in the humans, right? They always seem to turn against each other. Yeah, this is this is true. So, Which is, I, I think that's the more depressing part of all those shows is that eventually we're all just going to squabble to death. It doesn't matter about the zombies. Yeah, d- well, death is the final That's the whole end. post-apocalyptic, yeah, you know, storyline, yeah. which my mother is obsessed with. I mean, you could throw Garfield into a post-apocalyptic scenario and suddenly she would find it funny or fantastic or something. That, okay, well, in her defense, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie and Odie trying to get along. I do, I do like off. the use of the zombies. I mean, that's, I think, when people on the show were speaking of, they actually use the zombies to you know, pull a cart around or walk through a place they couldn't get through. I I, I like that. So part the industrialization that. of That's the it. undead. I mean, you oh. might as well use it. If yeah. you got it. I will say that is frustrating to see that they haven't kind of found a reach around. I mean, they for they, some of that they know like how, how to get to through all the time. You just need make a, it work for you. You need a zombie gut coat that you just wear all the time. Like, oh, I'm going out. Let me put on my zombie, zombie gut coat. It's yeah, just a we, fashion we, statement. Yeah, it's we know it works. Use it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to go on to the next one because I'm going to ignore that Megan said reach around uh, on my show. Uh, I fit it in wherever I can. Mm, oh, boy. <laughs> Smart homes. Eat, drink, or be merry. 
Patty um, Salvetta. So you guys are in real estate. Yeah, um, yeah. Focusing, Metropolis focuses on mid-century modern type of homes, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. But you guys do a lot of other things as well. I don't want to say that's your only focus, but smart homes in general, how do you feel about them? That one's really hard for me. I'm an eat, drink, and a be merry. You know, obviously this is a six of one, half dozen of the other issue. Okay. I'm annoyed when I'm talking about somebody and they pop up on my Instagram feed, you know, and but but the convenience is fantastic and I think it's necessary. I think we're making some great strides in safety, in um, being more... Energy Eco- efficient. Energy efficient, yeah. ecologically conscious. And so I think that those are all fantastic. But, you know, we go back to I am a purist and I'm also a romantic about the past. So I just want to make sure that that doesn't get erased. And I know that one of your questions coming up is going to be the cursive. I can't wait for that one. Oh, well, maybe I won't ask that yeah, now. There you go. Don't ask. <gasps> Uh, so it's the same answer, essentially. It, yeah. I'm just keeping in mind, you know, I'm just, I'm a bit of a romantic when it comes to these things. So I don't want to see technology take over, but it's an excellent element. So when you say technology take over <laughs> being a romantic about something, do you mean that, you know, uh, it's going to replace some of the things that were in place before and, you know, make them obsolete? The typewriter, for instance. Yeah. Let's go back to that. You know, there's something visceral about the clicking and the clacking and how it looks. And uh, yeah, so I, I there's there's certainly, and I'm a designophile, right? So there can be good design in every aspect, but I just want to make sure that we don't uh, throw out the good with the bad. So can the Nest air conditioning thermostat thing coexist with a typewriter? Right, yes. And so in that case, sure. can we put sure. Bluetooth on a typewriter so that it controls the Nest and also make the typewriter smaller so that it has a touch screen. Yeah, oh, wait, no, I'm just creating no, the phone again. Yeah, 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 never Don't mind. give all your good ideas out over the radio. <laughs> oh, no, that's all I do yeah, on the radio. That. All my good ideas. Adam, how do you feel about the uh, smart home movement in general? I'll, I'll eat and drink on the smart move as long as it's done with good design. I yeah. mean, that's really what it comes down to. And Nest makes some slick, you know, I mean, it's got some stainless steel look to it. It's got some cool stuff. Um, but, yeah, definitely just good design is the important part for me so as long as it looks good so you're a form over function guy yeah Yeah. i think we've established that yeah you You know you're too kind you know i don't function very well (laughs) all right so that's smart homes how about uh taking your phone in the bathroom eat drink or be merry i'm just gonna say the reality is i do it yeah that's the reality. I don't want to do it, but when you're doing a million things at a time, it's that that it's might be the only time you can yeah. concentrate. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Adam, how about you? Yeah, it's um, kind of replaced the whole magazine rack that folks have in the bathroom. So, okay, okay. So yeah. I always think of it as you know, are you talking to people while you're no, in no, there? No, not that. I just admitted so, to it. Essentially, is what I'm saying. Okay, and you're so, like, no, I'm flipping through. Pinterest, Pinterest and, and Instagram, Instagram, Instagram and, and, and no, I'm chatting, I'm chatting up that's the world. It. Oh, yeah. So anybody's calling me, and they should know that's that. Good. That's mm. it. Do you disclose that? Depends on who it is. Okay. Personal calls. Yeah. Oh, I don't take business calls. Come on. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I usually do because it's like <laughs> my ma. I'm like, hey ma, we're I'm going like, to the bathroom. I'm gonna have a phone cleaner for the bathroom. I think maybe like that yeah. should be on the technology. Phone bidet. Like I a scrubber. That's it, yeah. An air a scrubber. scrubber, yeah. 
Yeah. Just cleanse it, get all the fecal yeah. matter That's out of it. That's technology in the home. That's I think one way to make sure I never touch your phone. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of being hygienic, how do you guys feel about pool baths? Eat, oh, drink, or be eat drink. Yeah. So just I'm going on to the next thing. I had to run some errands. I was out sweaty in the yard. Let me just jump in the pool. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, I thought you meant like to pre-rinse before you get in the pool. Oh God, no. no. Oh, I'm totally well, for that. I, I'm I'm yeah, that's definitely eat drink. With our kids, trying that's basically you either take a shower or you go jump in the pool and let the chlorine kill everything. Oh, there yeah, weeks it. and weeks go by where that is yeah. the bathtub. That's well, it. what about for you guys? No, no. I don't even get in the pool. What? They're, they're, yeah, we I have know. we have these manatees we keep in the pool. Yeah, scare <laughs> off. Yeah, no. They creep me out. No, I don't like to be cold ever. I don't like to be cold. And getting in and out of the pool, unless it's July and it's ninety degrees and it's in the water, water and yeah. it's bath water. Yeah. yeah. So no, I'm not. <laughs> not getting in the pool. Fair enough. Fair and the enough. second I do, they jump on me. They see me. This is true. Uh, yeah, this that is, is true. A, that's a bad. This scene. is why I swim in the middle of the night because <laughs> and then the kids don't come. <laughs> yeah, jump on me. I'm like, me okay, and the vampires are in the pool. It. Yeah, yeah, just talking zombie talk with the vampires in the pool. Yep, I could see that. How about okay? So going back to technology, uh, Adam, how do you feel about driverless cars? Eat, drink, or be merry. Eat, drink. Um, I'm excited about them. I think they would. It would. Save me a ton of time to be You're able to. You're such a driver, though. You're such a car guy. Oh, well, I'm not saying I wanted to drive all the time. Okay. But, but having yes, the ability. But having the ability to go, okay, I'm ready to go home. Just take me home. I've got too much other things I need to be working on. Click. Click. That's it. Um, hopefully, that would have a huge <clears throat> life-saving help in folks that overdo it and won't call an Uber these days and... There's a so lot of safety, there's a lot yeah. of good technology about yeah. it. Um, we got a few things to get worked out. And we've seen that, but um, yeah, driver driverless cars. I, I don't know if I would just go get into somebody else's driverless car. I'd want my car to be driverless, but I would want to be able to take over whenever I want to be able to take over on it. So still sitting in the driver's seat, you want to take over, but you don't want to ride in somebody else's. Yes, because you're a backseat driverless car. Kind of guy? Yeah, I'm a control freak a little bit sometimes. Yeah. So I like to be in control. This is I'm all very true. Nod. I'm he, some nodding yeah, from Megan. Yeah, yeah he, he definitely has some control issues when it comes to driving. That's it. Um, which he navigates beautifully. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, that that would be hard. He wouldn't want to be in somebody else's driver's car. just the scene car. that Megan and Adam were staring lovingly into each other's eyes during that part. Or, <laughs> we're, we're having a flashback, I think, to the last concert we went to in St. Augustine where we had... Um, a driver who wasn't familiar with the area and she couldn't get cell phone signal. And I'm in the back seat and he's in the front seat. And as we're driving over the Bridge of Lions, she's just kind of shaking her phone in the air and looking up in the air and not eyes forward, you know, and we're mm -hmm. on a bridge. And I have some anxiety in a car when, I don't know, when people that aren't doing what they're right, supposed to be doing. Though. But that is what you're supposed to do when your cell phone has it, bad it, service. I, the way you shake it over your head. Yeah. Really works you look well. at it over your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like getting the cheese, the shaky cheese. Ready to shake. spray. You know, I, I oh, was, shake I was to the point yeah. where I was like, I was going to ask her, like, would you mind if I just drove? Like, you, I know where I'm going. So if you want to just move <laughs> over to the passenger seat, I'll just drive. You can keep the full fee. I'll even tip you well, but I want to arrive alive. So 
Yeah, that was a scary one. All right. That's fun. So driverless cars. Uh, Megan, did you answer that one? No, but um, I'm totally eat drink on that. I have stuff I need to do. And unfortunately, I am one of those that too frequently gets distracted by those things. And so I would like to not have the guilt associated with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Uh, Spicy food. I wanted to add this one. It's sort of about the Carolina Reaper pepper. Did you hear about this? Yeah. The guy who like died from. No, he's hospitalized. But uh, he has constant headaches now. That's right. From eating the world's hottest pepper. It's Darwinism is what that's called. All right. Fair enough. Uh, How do you feel about spicy food? Eat, drink or be merry? I think my idea of spicy is not anybody else's. You know, I'm I'm like on a on a scale of one to ten. You know, one is good and spicy for me, and I like it. Mm-hmm. But I think that that would make it a be merry because anybody else would be like, that is not, not spicy. At all spicy. Like hot wings oh, hot are my tolerance. Now, my favorite, my death row food yeah, hot is Nashville hot chicken okay. on a waffle with apple pie filling. Okay, that can be pretty spicy. And it is phenomenal. And I get the mild and I'm still fanning myself okay. and downing a beer to be able to do it. But it is my favorite thing in the world. Uh, pepper fire hot chicken in Nashville on uh, Gallatin is absolutely my favorite. Great. Great. Way to throw that plug out. Yeah, yeah. Well, like that. Uh, they deserve it. And of, I need you to know where to go lot of chicken when the fans, arraignment happens. A lot of chicken fans uh, listen to the show. A lot of people in Nashville. So now they know. Yeah, now they know. Where to go. Okay. Adam? Um, I'm going to say be merry. I'm spicy is great. Um, little, I like the wasabi. Little, I don't know if that's spicy or not. Yeah. It's, I like, that horse, kinda, I like yeah. the horseradish that opens up your nostril kind of thing. But. I don't like my lips burning and my tongue burning and, yeah, where I'm like, oh, I need milk right away. Uh, no. I'm, I need milk stat. I like stat. depth I of flavor, so I don't want just a single overwhelming flavor. Oh, I, think I like it's the width deal, of flavor. You know? So I like... <laughs> Sometimes height of flavor. <laughs> All the way around with the flavor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want flavor from here to this edge of the table. That's it. Yeah. Right? Measure that flavor. Yeah. Big. There's a lot of measurements. Uh, so let's, we got a couple more to get to, but uh, we're running out of time here. So how about cobbler? Oh, I the am dessert. so eat drink. It might be, it's like top three for me. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, okay. I love it because. What are the other two? Cream of tartar has to be like one of the best subtle flavorings in a cobbler ever. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly you're not making the right kind of cobbler. I'm... I all I can think of is tartar sauce, so it kind of bummed me out when you yeah, said but, that. Oh no, 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 it's good. Um, I don't know what the others would be. I mean, a cobbler's really up close to the top, like a bread puddingy kind of. Like okay. I like, um, I like fruit based stuff. Yeah, got to get your fruits and veggies in. Yeah, yeah, through dessert, of course. Through dessert, With sugar, sure, that's it. And yeah, butter. yeah, the butter. That's yeah, the butter important sugar, part. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. What about you, babe? I I eat yeah, drink babe. definitely. I I love. I love cobbler, and I support people who make shoes, too, so. Yeah, we don't want to say that we're only for one definition of the term yeah, cobbler. So. People who work on the shoes, That's whether nice. you're human, elf, otherwise, you're I'd like great. to see what they can do with some peaches. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely love cobbler. I know it's um, it's not the prettiest dish all the time, but it is one of the most. I feel like pie can be too crusty and too dry. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I like. And it's got to be a little, it's got to be a little warm in the middle, like when you eat it. Oh yeah, cobbler, yeah. You got to come right out of the oven. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's what I like it molten. Yeah, 
Yeah. So do you I put just sp- like saying spicy. Oh, just like molten. molten. Okay. Uh, no, I put the ice cream right on top so they can just melt there all you in. Go. Yeah, yeah, that's how it's done. Yeah. You've got it. All right, great. Well, let's leave it at that. I've got a couple more questions, but we can save that because Megan and Adam Judd, we still have so much more to talk about. The first half hour of the show is gone. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's how fast, fast. it is. I am a delight to talk to. We were having so much fun. <laughs> I know. We it. recently noticed that. <laughs> You've known me for more than 10 years, but you just uh-huh. recently noticed. So let's uh, listen to some Concrete Blonde. Yes. Awesome. Days and days on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. This episode is brought to you by When Pigs Fly. Need an airline that will let you travel with literally any emotional support animal? Then choose When Pigs Fly. While Delta Airlines and others make it harder to travel with peacocks, alpacas, and boa constrictors, we're going in the opposite direction. Our flyers are required to bring a flyer with them, or a slitherer, waddler, or really any varmint. Cabins will feature apex predator and non-apex predator sections for your convenience. Have an imaginary animal supporter? No problem. We'll happily sell you a ticket for your unicorn, dragon, giraffe, ogre, and many more. When pigs fly, sure it smells bad. It's pretty dangerous, but at least you're not driving. Reserve your ticket at toacertaindegree.com. Now on with the show. Concrete Blonde on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, the best in base meridian of the Voice of Rounds College. You're listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick. Back here with Megan and Adam Judd, my very special guest this week. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning, bud. That was a really good song. That was from 1990, so we're all pretty young, so we don't remember that year at all. I mean, we're like children, babies. I might not even have been born. Right. Oh, for right. Pete's Yeah, <laughs> now I'm feeling pretty old when I look back at that and go, oh, I remember that. Oh, it's 1990. I'm old. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People who are born... In the 2000s, are driving right? 2000s, yeah, the like early, and so that just, yeah, that's mind blowing. Yeah, no, it's not mind blowing. It's exactly it's my reality. Exactly how it should be. Yeah, yeah. you've got uh, kids. I've got kids. Uh, our kids have known each other for a while. Our families have known each other for a while. So we're going to get to. Uh, I'd like some advice. This is a question that's been kind of uh, bothering me for a while, or on my mind for a while. Uh, how do we tell our kids that they've ruined our lives, but in a nice way? <laughs> now, we actually, let them have you know their what? own children. Let's let's come back to that. Let's talk about Metropolis Real Estate Solutions, and we'll come back to kids maybe later on. Uh, so I was interested in this. Metropolis is the name of your organization, and I want you to tell me a little bit about it. But uh, Metropolis is, of course, a Greek word, and oh, it, yeah. it comes from That's the words right. for mother and city or town, so basically motherland. I nailed it. Yeah, you guys really did. Um, that's Orlando for you. I mean, both of you yeah, guys absolutely. are from here. Your families are from here, so you're as native as native gets in terms of uh, uh, in terms of people from Orlando. Yeah, when I opened Metropolis, um, it was 2001, and um, I was driving then. And um, great, good to know. And that it really kind of was a sentiment to me, uh, the idea of Metropolis and watching Orlando go from um, this city where on Sundays I would drive from my home in Belle Isle where I lived with my parents up here to Rollins and I would sing in the Messiah Choral Society with my grandmother and I would take Orange Avenue the entire way because I didn't know back roads yet and I would maybe pass on a Sunday, literally, I am not kidding you, I would maybe pass... 
20 cars in that whole. So this would would have been between 89 and 91, 92. Yeah. And when I opened the business in 2001, I had already been appraising for several years, seven or eight years. And um, I was just watching it grow and grow and grow and grow. And so, yeah, that's kind of where the name came from at that point. But Mother City, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that works out really well in terms of the name and in terms of the way that you guys conduct yourselves with the organization and with your clients. I mother everyone. You mother everyone. (laughs) Well, that might not be good to say out loud, Um, (laughs) depending on how everybody's mother is. But but you know the place. Uh, Yeah. And you're trying to connect people with the right situation for them, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think... um you know, my dad introduced me to a, a, the idea of genetic memory a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And it's actually the streets of this city that make me think that that's actually a thing, that we are passing on genetic memory because I've always had not just an incredible sense of direction, but, you know, just a real connection, I think, with these streets and how to get places quickly and what leads to what. And I've always, from a young, young age, known that and been able to do that. She's very impressive. Very impressive with her direction. With, but only that. <laughs> only with, with that. just the one thing. Just that yeah. one. I'm a one note. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think um, what having watched it evolved over so much time, I can tell you based on where you live, I can tell you when you moved here, and if you moved here because of UCF, or if you moved here because of Disney, or if you mm-hmm. moved here, you know, because of the uh, engineering climate we have or what I can tell generally where people are looking or where they've been living, kind of how they got here and why and what's important to them. So then Adam, for you also growing up here, what, let me ask you this about what has changed, especially recently in Orlando and culturally, and and maybe with a little bit of the real estate market, but just in general, what have you seen Orlando changing into? Um, It's finally really turned into a, a, big city good food um we're starting to get you know growing up i was always like oh we had like one club that we could go to it seemed like now we've got a decent music scene we've got good restaurants um you know we got a lot of traffic we're getting a cultural identity i think that goes beyond tourism in disney right 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 which is for a new, we're a new city i don't think people realize that we're a really 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 new city some of these houses are 20 years old yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> if that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's something growing up here and watching the changes. I mean, there's neighborhoods where I ride through them now and they're, they're, they've just completely, you know, close to here, the old Navy base, which I uh, used to run around on when I was a kid because my dad was in the Navy. When you were in short pants. That's it. Yeah. yeah. When I was in shorty short pants. Back then. Oh, please put short yeah. shorts back on. Yeah, that's Let's it. bring that back. Yeah, that's please right. do, honey. Oh, I think it is. We were door. making some Zach Galifianakis <laughs> references earlier. I think that that might do it. So yeah, you know, now it's Baldwin Park, and it's a great hot neighborhood that people want to live in. And why are you making faces there? Don't call so. me out. Yeah, yeah, this is radio. You're not supposed that's to tell call me out. That it, yeah. yeah, well, they're not real mid-century modern in I'm a purist Park, for sure. But so, okay, so let's switch over to Metropolis Real Estate Solutions and what you guys do, so that we can be clear on that. You both have roles within the organization. So, somebody comes in and they're interested in a home, and they might be interested in mid-century modern. Maybe not. Uh, how do you help them, or how do you connect them with uh, something? Typically, it starts out with um, 
getting them, putting them together if they don't have a lender to kind of get them pre-approved and get them an idea of what they can actually spend. Because that last thing we want to do is get them to a home they absolutely love. And then they go, oh, uh, Can't do can it. I afford yeah. it? Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't want someone to fall in love with something and then not be able to help it's them. It's torture. Get it. Yeah, yeah that's really just torture. Is. Oh, getting faces. I'm living that yeah, reality at the moment. Right now, so, um, so, you know, that's kind of the first step is just making sure that these that, that I can get them together with somebody who can get them pre-approved so that when we find something they love, we can move forward with it. Yeah, and move quickly. And move quickly. The In the current market, is, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then that, that sets a precedent for what we're going to do next as far as how hot the market is in the price range they're in. Right now, anything under about $250,000 is gone um, because a lot of people can afford that right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's really what we we do to work on. Then you have folks that have all kinds of money and all kinds of time, and we can spend a little bit more time really searching out exactly what they want. um, But he's selling himself a little short here. I think think his talent is being able to um, handhold and to navigate people's needs before they even necessarily know that that's an issue. I mean, he's been holding my hand this entire show so far. Is that your hand? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Is that what that is? Um, Who told you that's a tree? Yeah, that's Um, funny. uh, He's really good at in-tuning what people need, and he's really good at navigating or at least troubleshooting ahead of time. There's a word for that, I'm quite sure. Um, issues that arise throughout that entire process. So he's he's the relationship guy. Okay. He's he's the guy you marry, right? That's true well, for you. Yeah. Yes. You marry. Yeah. 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 yeah that, you specifically. That's married. the big thing. You'd be is, stupid not to marry him I've been, if you got I'm, the chance. I've Nick. been very blessed in that I do something that I absolutely love, that I have a passion about. And that I make great relationships. Almost everybody I've had dealings with as far as helping them find a house or sell a home, I still have friendships with. Yeah. And Oh, um, yeah, we're traveling with people now. Yeah, it's great. I, I definitely, I, you know, I make a, a relationship with people and I build that and I, I want them to trust me because, you know, I, I want to do what's for their best interest because the client comes first. That really is important for me. So the client comes in, you get them pre-approved. Uh, where, where do you come in, Megan? You just say you're in the lots background, of side like eye. All the yeah, yeah, lots of side eye and poking him and holding signs up and telling him what to say and not say. Uh-huh. Um, so I opened Metropolis in 2001 as an appraisal company. I've been appraising for 24 years. Yep. And so we started out doing that. And um, I'm super passionate about that. Um, when we, when the market crashed and we were both appraisers at that time, it hit pretty hard. And so we tried to diversify and we'll get into bad business ideas in just a little while. <laughs> uh, we tried to diversify in lots of different directions, but the one that stuck was he went and got a sales license. And then he's been cultivating that kind of from an appraiser's perspective, which is another reason why I think he's so successful in helping his clients out. But really, um, I don't know that I do help you, do I? What do I do oh, to help yeah. you in the sales oh, yeah. in the sales arena? Because I don't have a sales license, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. I just do the appraisals, and of course, not for our own transactions. That would be unethical. Right. right. So the whole the whole reason I got into the sales part, I'm I'm not a sales guy. I've never been a big sales guy. 
Um, I was an appraiser, but when the market started falling apart, people quit paying appraisers. They didn't need them. Right. So I had a broker buddy who said, look, if you get a sales license, you can do these things called BPOs or broker price opinions. And so that's what I went to work doing. And then people started realizing, wait, this guy actually understands value and he can help me find a house or he can sell my house. And that's kind of, it grew from there. And I mm-hmm. said, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to go ahead and take it all the way up and, and, and got my broker's license. And then we combined what used to be Metropolis appraisal student services, services yeah. to Metropolis Real Estate Solutions. So let's talk a little bit about, um, I had a lot of fun printing your logo, 3D printing your logo. Uh, it's a very little mid-century modern uh, kind of inspired design. And so that is something that you guys concentrate in is the mid-century modern market. So let's talk a little bit about, um, and, and just for my edification, I'm sure, I, I mean, I know this because obviously I'm super smart, but just for the listeners, uh, what's the difference between a mid-century modern and just a standard ranch home? Like, what are you looking for in terms of the, in terms of the differences? Do right. they have to so, be built in a certain time period? Um, not necessarily. I think people are a little bit fluid on that. I've heard um, people say from the 30s to the 70s is mid-century. I like to pare it down a little bit more from that. Well, that's uh, a broad. 45 to 65 yeah, is kind of where I really like to focus. Yeah. Um, and I think that what we... The it's more of an aesthetic issue, right? And I think that what we're looking at is when industry kind of took over that form um, aspect in design. So, for instance, one of my favorite characteristics of a mid-century modern home that I don't think a lot of people really think about is the carport. So carports evolved because people went from being... um, non-car owners mm-hmm. horse and buggy. to horse and buggy to car owners and then even maybe two car families mm-hmm. and so the carport was a design to show your car off it it wasn't meant to be stowed away in a garage and shut down it was that a symbol you know yeah the yeah. smiths have arrived yep this is what we're driving and so i just kind of like that pollyanna Ness, um, we talked earlier about what a romantic I am, but I like that. And I like specifically the design aesthetic of a carport when you've got the cantilevered roof line where it kind of brings a soft, slow dip down to that carport. Um, I love that. And then what else? I mean, the living in Florida, of course, we all, I say we all, it's become new again, the terrazzo floors. I mean, that was born out of necessity. We didn't have air conditioning. And it, I don't know if you've noticed, not today, but it's warm here. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. For and some so, reason, we're getting some sort of weird weather. It's a weather. lovely material to help keep you cool. And mm-hmm. that's why we had the vaulted ceilings as well, so the heat could rise and you could be down on the floor, splayed out in the summers, taking right. advantage of that. So Just moving from, as soon as the it got warm, because you've been laying on it, you just moved to the next yeah, part. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. That's where it got its name, actually. That's what it means in, uh, in Italian. Italian, yeah. Italian. Rollover. Yep. <laughs> to exactly. the cool spot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it really is all just about the design of it. The roof lines, the materials used, the block, um, the type of block that's used. Um, they do a lot of decorative block in the 50s and 60s. They did DB. great. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> a lot of DB. Go. A lot of DB. There you go. Just to get a base. You know, and, and the thing is, a lot of people like the whole lifestyle. I know we do. That was kind of what we did was we brought the passion of the fact that, you know, we love the mid-century furniture. We love the mid-century vehicles. I mean, 
the sixties had beautiful cars. Yeah. And um we have all of it. It, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> you have about an Airstream trailer. We collect all Mustang, of it. It wasn't so the... much about you know safety at that point, or even being really well built car wise. You have a lot of rust issues these days with '60s cars, but the lines are just fabulous. And so when you can include that with a beautiful home, and then furnish it with beautiful furniture, it's just it's an amazing feeling. And the reality is, we're in Orlando, right? We were talking a minute ago about what a new city Orlando is. That's how new it is. We became a real city in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Um, Not with the launch of Disney, but with Martin Marietta. Um, And so, yeah, yeah, and and you get to see that's where we suddenly started really fleshing out um, our neighborhoods and the neighborhoods that we grew up in. So, yeah. yeah, and there are some great mid-century modern neighborhoods around. Um, oh, Tangelo Park, right across from the old original Martin oh, Marietta. Those all engineer homes. Those were all yeah. built as engineer homes where my grandparents lived in Conway on the north side of the chain of lakes off of Pershing and Bumby area. Um, those were all engineers who lived there. Um, they were considered kind of being between the city and the country between Martin and downtown. And a new hot area that's coming up that I just put a contract on for somebody is over in Isla Catalina, which is totally being regentrified oh right now. Amazing homes, amazing homes. Over Where there. is that? Isla Catalina. It's right off of John Young Parkway in Bruton Boulevard area. Okay. Um, on Clear Lake. Yeah, on Clear Lake, which is mm. amazing, amazing mid-century homes built in there. And there's been some restorative uh actions taken and then and we can't forget Audubon Park we oh absolutely Audubon love Park. our Audubon Park that's where I grew up and um that's where my family lived and commuted to NASA every day so when they were going to Mars when, when yeah back Mars, no yeah no that's new that's new but yeah we miss we miss uh our space shuttle program and all that stuff now we're getting it back we're getting it back we're going SpaceX privatized now all right yeah we're getting all the other ones going yeah. all right well let's leave it there uh let's play a song and uh basically the first hour is now over thank you guys wow. so much yeah it goes i am such a delight to talk to i don't know how you stand it we need a six-hour show <sighs> okay people are groaning okay. at that right. now i'm in i'm in i mean <laughs> if that's what the people want i have to give it to them i am the people <laughs> all right fair <laughs> enough <laughs> So that, let's right? listen to some uh, Talking Heads, why don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, some of their later work, a uh, song called Blind on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree. This episode is brought to you by Fast and Loose. Many, many reputable studies tell us that the worst part of traveling is anxiety. Specifically, the worry of how you're going to look once you get there. Traipsing around like a tourist? No, thank you. Drop your dread with Fast and Loose, the only clothing trading service we could find in a quick Google search. Simply pack your bag, leave it at the airport in one of our lockers, and pick up your rental luggage at your destination. Just like the bag you left behind, this one is also packed by a local, so you know you're going to look authentic. Are they the same size? Maybe. Do they have everything you might need? Possibly. Are you worried about fitting in? Well, we sure hope not. Fast and loose. Reserve your next trip at toacertaindegree.com. Uh, Roadside Graves with Gospel Radio on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to Certain Degree, second hour of Two Certain Degrees, going by very quickly. And so fun. 
Megan, Adam Judd, Megan and Adam Judd, not Megan, Adam Judd. Depends on the day, right? Yeah, no, it could be. It could be. Are here. Me again. <laughs> me again. Hello, Adam. Again. It's you me can, again. You can, you can be here. Uh, Metropolis Real Estate Services, successful business people. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Metropolis was the Audubon Park Garden District Business of the Year. Last year, yeah, for 2017, yeah. It doesn't matter what year it was because you're now on bad business ideas. Oh, yes. And so that's all that's important is that now I have a reference point to uh, talk about my terrible, terrible ideas. Oh, bad we have lots of terrible ideas. ideas. It's time to be just one. We should have had a jingle. It's gonna be right. totally legal. No, guys, it's totally fine to talk over it. <laughs> yeah, keep it going. You can't stop me. Do a little dance. Do a little dance. Boy. Yes, bad business idea where we take Enron to 10, Ron. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I write my own stuff. That's it. Uh, Before we get to your ideas, now you're going to have two ideas to choose from. Since there's two of you, you can choose the same one. If you're on the same page, maybe. I mean, you're married after all. Or if not, you could choose one. Megan, you can have one. Adam, you can have one. The important thing is that you run with them because contractually, I don't know if you saw this, you're obligated now to take these ideas and launch them and share all the profits with me, but I share none of the liability. I thought I was just filling out a lunch request. I'm sorry. No, that might have been what you thought. And that's what I led you to believe, but that's not in fact what you did. Okay. So no Greek food. Yeah. No Greek food. No Greek food. No Greek food. I love Greek food. Yeah, it's really good. But we're not here to talk about Greek food. We are here to talk about retail. Now, we know that retail's kind of on a downhill slant, and I thought it would be good to talk to you guys, real estate background, Metropolis Real Estate Solutions, Services, Solutions. Solutions. Uh, I'm just changing the name of your organization because it's a bad business idea. It must be, yeah. So I've been thinking about, especially with Toys R Us closing down, you have all this retail space that's opening up. Uh, And so... One of the things we talked about a couple of weeks ago was a maker's gym. Mm. So so you can get fit and work on your Etsy store at the same time. So it's a treadmill with a sewing machine. <laughs> it's jewelry making materials attached to, you know, weights and stuff like that. That's still not enough, though. Maker's gym here or there, you know, you can't put them on every corner like Toys R Us is. So we need other uh, opportunities, other uh, ideas to come up with the use for all this retail space. So let's say you see a shopping strip that's not doing well. What I'd like to do is we turn the stores and the parking lot into what I like to call an NLC, a no liability company. And so then we rent out to stores and companies that go together in a very dangerous and specific way. So, for example, one of these shopping strips at one end, this is just going down the the strip, uh, scooter rental. Next to it, paintball gun. Next to it, (laughs) body armor store. Nice. A bar. And then a GoPro outlet or some sort of filming outlet, uh, like cameras and stuff. Yeah, I like this. I think you've fleshed this out in a way that I think we only need to add uh, pyrotechnics, fireworks. Great idea. See, this is why you're here, is basically how do we create the international waters within the U.S. so that when you go to this place and you're in the parking lot, anything goes. Oh, right. Nice. This isn't if you build it, they will come scenario. I think you should always do as little research as possible. Yeah. Um, throw it out there on the wall. See if it sticks. This yeah. one would. And this you, would launch. You just, this would it, it's somewhere. all about setting up the flow in the order correctly. Because 
Really, right. that's what it is. You, 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 like, you start at the bar, right? And you, you get really. That's a good point. That's it. And the then bar like, should be the first right. one. And then yeah. maybe you. Um, Little liquid. Courage. What could we do to go, breed hostility? You go get the GoPro. What could be next? What, what, like therapy. And then you get some body armor. Uh, Bad therapy. Sort of family reunion store. Oh yeah. <laughs> or a monkey. Joe's. Oh yeah. <laughs> Any oh, kind of Monkey Joe's monkey or where you're I like the family reunion store. Interacting with other families on any level. You're given a shirt that yeah. has your family name on it, and then someone launches a grenade like. And then you play the oldie weight game. Oh, yeah. We have a game that breeds divorce in our family. Yes. As everybody it's does, It's like I feats think. of strength, yes. marital therapy edition. There, there are very... There are very many people who refuse to ever play the old it, web game more than once. Sounds like, yeah, you're not going to want to play that game. So, yeah, so we'll work on that. We're going to take this offline. I like it. A lot of real estate, uh, retail space available, so I think we can do really well on that. Adam and Megan, may I call you Adam and Megan? You, yeah, you can call us whatever you want. Well, not me. You can call me Adam, but... Yeah, I answered everything. Okay. Sure. Get right up on that mic, Adam. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, now now I see you're here. Uh, this was a recent pitch from a listener, and I'm going to steal the idea without giving her credit. I'm just kidding. She's not a listener, so <laughs> I am going to steal the idea. Uh, Tinder, Match.com, Christian Mingle, Farmers Only. Need I go on? No. What's the pitch? Well, I'm getting there. I'm just asking if Be I married. need to go on. Yeah, no, wait. No, 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 no love no, them all. Is, yeah. Swiping our surveys, all the data or dating and hookup apps out there are missing one very specific component, and that's audio. And I don't mean hearing things from the other person, like hearing their voice, like a voicemail. Who wants that? More of a visceral sound, like translating a personality into a single sound, like a mating call, if you will. Uh. No other sites are doing that right now. So how would we do this? It's difficult, right? Because we would want people, we would want to get information, yeah. we want to dig in, but nobody's giving out their information. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, we're terrified now. Right. So we thought we were safe on the internet. That's where we come in with a little company called Dating Call. <laughs> and what we're going to do is meet you. We're going to come to you and we're going to say, okay, let's talk. Let's actually interact. And we're going to come up with that sound for you. And then what we'll do is on the app is that'll just continuously play and so you walk into a store or something, you hear some, you hear some dating calls around. And you're like, oh, that's the sound. That's attractive. That's the sound that I want. I want to listen to that all yeah. the time. Yeah. So that's dating calls. So I'm just out of curiosity uh, if you guys could come up with your own dating call right now. And I'll, I'll work the mic so it's not too loud. But Adam, we'll start with you. What do you think your, your dating call would be? Like if you could take your personality... <laughs> And story. just, uh, <laughs> really? just really, really, just take it and make it sublime and into one sound. Anytime now. Yum. Yeah. What the <laughs> heck is one. that? That was a good one. Are, are you attracted to that? I, don't, <laughs> I am. No. Yeah, I am. No. I mean, that's the one time today I haven't been attracted oh, to you. Oh my god. <laughs> I like that one. That's going to be my new ringtone. I don't know. I've already been told I am the loudest human on the planet. Great. By people who obviously haven't met the rest of my family. I have been, I have been related to a fire engine. Um, should, should I turn down my headphones now or? Yeah, no, I'm not. No, I, I don't want to be like 
obstinate, but I just can't even participate in this. This is ridiculous. We, I mean, you could move across the room and do it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> there we go. Okay, Back now. on up. Now. Oh, I'm afraid. I eat. I eat. I don't know what that was. That was good. I, I don't know. I, I need to take my I'm a little bird. Like, so I'm, <laughs> I'm so a little bird you calling right you yeah. across the forest floor. Across the forest. <laughs> <laughs> don't even. Wait, what sound do manatees make? You do know birds uh, fly, right? I don't even know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a manatee. Did that do it for call. you? That, yes. Hopefully yes. one of the listeners. That's, yeah. I might be on the market soon. Okay, yeah, it, it could be. All right, well, thank you for that one. Let's move on to the second idea. So that's dating call. Okay. So we would do that for other people. I'm sensing we might need some experts on some level for uh, for dating calls. Yeah, I really some... think it needs to be digitally produced, and then uh-huh. you've got a bank to choose from, and then... No, see, I think the, the issue with choosing from a bank is just the same thing with any kind of music or anything else, is that you're just going to choose the most popular one or the one that appeals to you. We need to actually translate you for other people. Okay. See, that's where we come in. I'm, I'm thinking Also, like we get paid to do that. That... that massage chair you had at the nail place the other day that kind of gave you the little goose yeah Yeah, and we could just record like no one knows that's going to happen so they're sitting there and all of a sudden they get the goose and it's the noise you make when you're goose that is your sound i knew you guys were the right people for this (laughs) that's brilliant yeah yeah whatever sound it is that that you make when when you get the goose that's (laughs) your authentic call (laughs) yeah that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I love that it's chair related because who's. We want to sit as much as possible. You're not suspecting anything when you're sitting. No. No. Right? No, you're getting your neck massaged, you know, your lower back massaged. All right. Woo! Dating call. There you go. Featuring, now featuring the goose chair. Yeah. I love it. Uh, are you familiar with the term influencer marketing? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Can you describe it? Um, that you are. Uh, directing your marketing plays to key influencers to dispense that your message message yeah, yeah. so more these are broadly celebrities they're uh, uh, sports athletes as opposed to non sports athletes I guess uh, they are bloggers fashion bloggers they're basically popular people right they've got hundreds and thousands and millions of followers and you pay them to give your message out right sounds very ethical right that, that's a big job these days i'm sure yeah that oh is, there's yeah. a lot of people doing it uh and it's it's there are some ethical dilemmas obviously and how much are we paying you too. for yeah. your influence today right. exactly and the idea is that you know these people may not even use that service there was that fire uh music festival like last year i think it was where there was all these people talking about it, then everybody showed up and there was no one playing. No. Right? I it was like a this. tent okay. city in the Caribbean. Did you hear about this? No. No, silent concert, huh? That's, yeah, that's basically. It was, it was really hardcore. And so, you know, the FTC is looking at these things, influencer marketing uh, and that. And so it's expensive. It's not one-to-one, which is, I think, you know, what you base uh, your type of relationship building on. Uh, so I thought about, you know, is there a way to get out of this without the celebrities, without people making uh, false statements? And I do have an alternative. No celebrities, no social media, no moral dilemmas. How do we do this? Friendships. Specifically, we pay you to tell your friends that something they have is wrong or awful. And then they have to use the services of our sponsors. So let's say 
we have uh, somebody who is going into your house or we pay. Okay. So the name of the company, by the way, is Shelf Deprecation. <laughs> That's a great name. Thank you. That's a great name. Uh, I'm your friend. And what Shelf Deprecation has paid me to do is come in and try to convince you that you need a new kind of coffee maker. Right? This coffee maker, new innovative coffee maker that our Shelf Deprecation's uh, client is selling. I love it. And so that's the idea. So let's say, let's do a quick role play. So let's all be ourselves. Okay. And I'm going to come into your office at Metropolis uh, Real Estate Services, and I'm going to be paid by Shelf Deprecation. And you don't know that, though. No. So I'm just coming in and... I'm like, hey, Nick, thanks for coming by. Yeah, well, hold on. Let me no. knock on the door first. Oh, yeah. Oh. You're just yelling at him outside. Oh, yeah. somebody's at the door. Hey, guys. Hey, bud. Hey, good to see you. Hey, it's Adam and Megan Judd from Metropolis Real Estate Services. It's weird for me to say it like that when I know you guys already. How are you guys doing? We're so great. I'm so glad you came by. Yeah, yeah. I wanted, I've been wanting to visit your office for a while and... You know, do you have any coffee? I do. I have Super a little coffee thirsty. bar over here. Oh, I even see. make let my me... own creamers. Oh, that is really strange. Got... But that's amazing. <laughs> I've got a little chai going. Yeah. What do you yeah, want? Let me see. Uh, oh, oh, is that a is that your coffee machine? Well, it's actually a pour over. Yeah. Okay. So, see, I've been doing this new thing. It's this new kind of coffee machine where it actually burns. It, it cremates the the beans first. Oh. Okay. And then you pour over that. Okay. And so it's the newest oh. thing. It's it's called the crematorium coffee maker. Okay. Well, I have another friend uh -huh. who told me about another kind. Oh, really? And I like that kind. Hmm. Uh, did you bring one with you? I'd like to actually I, see this well, crematorium. No, no. I'm just going to talk to you about yours oh. and how terrible it is. Okay. And oh. how bad for the environment it is. And your pants all are sorts ugly. Of other things. Great. Oh. Great. Is this how it's supposed to go? I'm not sure. Are you also <laughs> selling pants? <laughs> I'm selling legs. I think you guys are working for the same company, just on different things. might be. perfect. Okay, so that's that might it. be a problem yeah. is when you get two shelf deprecation people together. Like, <laughs> well, you smell awful. <laughs> well, your hair is the worst. Or that could just be friendship. Yeah, My coffee's it. just fine. Right. Yeah. That's what we're learning. That's what we're learning. Yeah. Okay. So I may not be good at this is what I'm saying is because I'm usually a very positive person and I'm not telling people that what they're doing or saying is wrong. I think, um, well, if any of us were in sales, mm -hmm. if we could hypothetically say that any of us were, um, I think it might stem from presenting the information in a way that isn't, this is bad. Oh. Your thing is bad. I don't know. I don't think it's bad. I'm kind of interested in this thing now because it's called... The crematorium? The crematorium, uh, yeah. yeah. And, like, we could we could use it for our, our kids' pets when they pass, too. Oh, you can so, use it for anything. I mean, hmm. think about that. Then I wouldn't have to yeah. dig all those holes and bury... This might be, actually... Life. Hang on a second. He's writing things down. Another bad the pet crematorium. <laughs> the, the home crematorium. That's it. That's it. Is that... You're um, an easy sell, Adam. I know. Well, hey. Is that a mid-century modern feature? This, it did the crematorium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's where the oh. furnace used to be. Great. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's do that. Let's add that as a mid-century modern uh, feature that only the homes that you guys are dealing see. with have. Right. Because everybody, we already know about the nest and the well, and we can instant make it, we can hot make it water a, heaters. A smart or, crematorium. Like, oh, please set to this degree. Because yes. On this day. We want to keep kind the of, teeth. 
like, what kind of goldfish is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. We're yeah, we're looking. There's some gold in in this one's teeth. I remember when we got that cat filled. So we need that left over. We don't want that all getting. I don't know what's happening. We're getting pretty dark here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Uh, so shelf deprecation or dating call? You guys have to choose. Um, I liked your first idea about the retail space. The retail space was oh. my favorite. It's almost like a like a, a obstacle course of bad ideas. We'll, we'll just call it. We'll get Kenny Loggins to sponsor it and or to be our spokesperson. We'll just call it the danger zone. There you the go. The danger zone. And Kenny Loggins can move in like four or five king size beds. Because have you seen the special the where family he like bed. brings the whole family in? They all sleep together. The Loggins they family. Really? Yeah, they put multiple awesome. mattresses it's, together. That's, that's another it. store that we could have as a mattress that's store, but it. just for jumping on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and then combine that with paintball. Right. Oh, this is getting good. Yeah. So between the two, dating call or? Well, I mean, you can have Danger Zone if you want. I really, I'm a big okay. fan of Danger, danger Zone. Danger Zone is yours. Find the shopping strip, buy the shopping I've strip. I've got Fort Gatlin in my head. Like, Figure bam. out, yeah, figure out how to uh, sort of excise it from American soil so that it's some sort of international waters type of situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, easy stuff, easy stuff. Adam, what about you? You know, I I, uh, I think you're onto something with the um, the whole going and and hiring to tell your friends that they they need to fix something. I, I self deprecation, yeah, self deprecation. Yeah. I think that's something I could work with and make work. I mean, we could just concentrate on shelving. I mean, the name is shelf deprecation, right? And just say that shelving's stupid. <laughs> It. Oh my Look God. at that bookcase. <laughs> what are you, an idiot? What is that made of wood? Uh, oh, that's so uh, That's so 90s. Right? Okay. Well, so but... we could just concentrate and then expand out from there. So maybe it's not starting with coffee makers or pants. Right. I think I think it should be personalities. <laughs> what you need uh, to change about your personality. But well, there's no sale in that. I guess you could pitch I guess you could that. pitch yeah. therapists. Yeah, I, I don't know that that would always work. Hmm. I might be lonely. Uh, I'm not one to say no. We could just get like no, a, a ride-along therapist. You just, you know, he travels with you always. Well, they have the internet ones now. Oh, yeah, we could just do the Roxanne bug in the ear sort oh, of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do that. Oh, don't, don't, don't say that. Yeah. But, oh, hang on, I'm talking to my therapist. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, it turns out I don't love you. I have to go. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go. Are you sure I'm supposed to say that to them? Yeah, I like that. I think we can make it work. All right. Do you guys have any bad business ideas you wanted to share? As a as a Audubon Park Garden District Business of the Year, I would imagine you have no bad business ideas. I am a serial uh, entrepreneur. Oh, yes. okay. Only at night in bed, serial. Um, I am a serial entrepreneur. I think it stems from a need to be... Uh, expressive and creative. Mm -hmm. And so my worst idea yet by far was in the 90s when the uh, pottery painting thing started to become a, a thing. Sure. I wanted to do that. And so I invested a lot of money up front because that's how you start a great business, right? You do a lot of upfront investing. So I invested Did you get a, kiln? a lot of money up front. No, I hired one. So you hired a kiln? Yes, I could rent kiln space. Got it. Okay. And I couldn't afford to rent retail space. So I had a friend who offered to loan me hers. <laughs> that was great. In a canine training center. So imagine I invite people to come and paint pottery. I uh -huh. give them all of the supplies. But first, I have to de-dog the place. 
because it smells. There's rubber mats every place, you know. So I have to clean all of that up. And then you're still, you're getting dog hair in your painting supplies. You're getting, you know, it's. it's, It was so kind of our friends to come out and support that for sure. Oh, people paid money to paint ugly, ugly stuff with dog hair stuck to it. And then I would have to clean the place back up from my painting so that it could then be re-dogified. re-dogified so and, when people yeah. brought their dogs for training, they didn't end up with like pink paint. feet. And, yeah. You know, that paint was the all over their worst fur. business model, I think, possibly of all time. Well, I, I don't know about all we, time. We have but done, it was 23, We have done some 22. other pretty bad businesses in the past. The uh, semi-truck. Now... I think shifting. Do you know about this, Nick? No. We shifted into trucking. We, we, <laughs> we were trying to, yeah. We had we wanted to diversify, so we tried to do something different. So we bought a semi truck, and we started an expediting business. Uh huh. At the height of the gas prices. Oh, and guys, yeah, gas got over five dollars a gallon, and we would get stuck. My driver would get stuck in some state and have to run dry home. And I think when I looked at my credit card, and it was. In the tens of thousands, I said, "Just bring the truck home. We're parking it. We're out of business." But um, yeah, it was it was an adventure. But that was one of those though that I was actually really proud of, like because I felt like that was taking a real leap, it and I felt different. like we yeah, it, really put it was some thought into it, just not mm-hmm. the right thought or the right time. Right, right. and really, so the timing chemistry. had a lot to do with it. You had the chemistry, you just didn't have the right time. It happened. Yeah, we sometimes. were both in real estate, and yeah. when that started to I thought lose I was, its legs, I thought I was going to have to learn to drive a semi truck because my driver kind of decided he didn't want to drive anymore. And so then <laughs> that happens a lot. And like, so then, yeah. And so then, here we. Have, I don't wanna. We have three kids. And we've got this semi, and I'm like, I may have to go get my CDL and get on the road driving because we've got to make some money with this thing. Oh, so you're thinking like, oh, this is a great way to get me away from the yeah, wife from the three yeah. kids. This is yeah. alone. Said three children. I, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get on that alone series. So, I so like yeah, it. that was a good one. I was yeah. proud of you for that one. Though. That was interesting. So I like that the semi truck as a way to get away from your family. Like, oh, sorry guys, I gotta go. I, Talks I a good game. Somewhere. He doesn't want to be away from us. I've been us. trying to get oh, on I, this. I'm not implying that at all. No. I'm applying yeah. for myself. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. the, the thing to do is get on this 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 TV show alone because I'm, I've am i been thinking about it. It really could be very cool. You win like $500,000 if you if. can stay out in the wilderness alone by yourself. And I'm thinking, wow, that would actually. My cousin TJ calls it, hey, Megan, leave me alone. Yeah. And as a parody of the production crew telling Adam, it's time. We, we're done. We got to go. Yeah. We're wrapping, we're wrapping the show up. You have to you leave You proved now. you could do it. Yeah. You got to go home. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, let's play another song. Unless you guys have a pie in the sky, bad business idea that you want to pitch on the air so that everybody can hear it and potentially steal it. Um, I say that we open a real estate company with three children who have special needs and try to work together and do it all. That is a terrible idea. Oh on gosh. paper, it probably doesn't look that great. But <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's working. Worked out. It's worked out really well. So, <laughs> All right. Well, let's listen to another song. How about John Coltrane and Johnny Hartman? Yes. Lush nice. Life on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. This episode is brought to you by Farm Off the Turnip Truck. Growing your own fruits and vegetables is a wonderful way to stay healthy. But what is your home garden missing? That's right, mobility. 
At Farm Off the Turnip Truck, we put a backyard into the back of your car so you always have access to a healthy meal. Farm Off the Turnip Truck. Get your greens on the go. Go for a spin with your salad. Give a lift to your legumes. Cart around those carrots. Get trucking with your tomatoes. Get a free estimate for converting your vehicle at toacertaindegree.com. From 1963, that was John Coltrane and Johnny Hartman with Lush Life. I feel like mid-century modern, uh, that's something that we'd be playing in a mid-century modern house. Good morning. You're listening to Certain Degree. My name is Nick. Adam and Megan Judd are here from Metropolis Real Estate Services, where they focus on mid-century modern homes. Yeah, we do. Okay. Love it. Great. So I've known you guys for a while, but I don't have a favorite so I need to figure that out because obviously yet, yet. everything is a competition right. and we all need to be uh, having favorites. You don't want to just combine us like they do in Hollywood? Uh, Egan? No. Agan? Meetem? Meetem. Yeah, no, like I'm not going to do that. I need no, a favorite. It's horrible. I'm not going to ship you guys. So I need a favorite. So we're going to figure this out. Uh, you do focus on mid-century modern homes, so uh, the beginning of this quiz, we're going to do a pop quiz right now, uh, winner takes all. Oh, all of your affection? All of my affection. The loser gets zero. Zero. Because it's either 100% or 0%. There's no, there's no 8%. Get ready there's no to lose. 15%. There's no 28%. There's, should I go on? It's either zero it. or 100. Got you got it? Okay. So mid-century modern, let me just get a baseline here, and there is a right answer to these questions. Uh, Starburst clock or Eames chair? Megan. God, it seems so basic, but mm -hmm. Eames chair. Okay. Adam? I do love my Eames chair. Eames okay. chair, yeah. Very good. That was uh, the wrong answer. Uh, <laughs> mint green or burnt orange? Oh, I... Mint green gives me a headache. Okay. I have a visceral physical reaction to mint green. Okay. So therefore, and our, our company colors are orange and gray. Yes, I do love the burnt orange. Okay. Burnt orange. Also the wrong, wrong answer. answer. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Orlando or Palm Springs? That's cruel. Yeah. To live? No, it's just mid-century modern question. We, we got to go Orlando. Well, I'm going Orlando. You go where you want. Orlando's where our heart lies, so. My heart could lie in Palm Springs. Great place to Which visit. Which is it? Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Adam got one right. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, Henry Mancini, a composer, conductor extraordinaire, and certainly someone you would hear on a mixtape playing in a mid-century modern home if they had mixtapes back then, was born on this day in 1924. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us. But during his 70 years on this planet, he recorded over 90 albums, wow. which was a lot. Like wow. he started recording when he was a baby. Uh, how many of them went gold? I want to, I'll do whoever gets closest to the pen. Megan, we'll start with you on this one. I'm going to say. How many of Henry Mancini's albums went gold? Two. Out of 90. I'm going to say two. Two for Megan. Okay. And Adam? You want to go more than, less than, or the same? I'm going to go more than. Okay. I'm going to put, put the more than out there. Okay, but how many more than? Oh, oh, more than. I'm going to yeah. say five. Five. Okay, Adam, you got that one correct. It was eight total. Wow. 
Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Good job, Adam. Hmm. Mr. Mancini hmm. is who I'm congratulating. Okay. Well, fine. Well, we'll, hear, we'll hear from him a little bit ma- <laughs> later. Later, hopefully. Uh, Marie Toussaint of Madame Toussaint's Wax Museum mm-hmm. uh, died on this day in 1850 at the age of 88. She was almost killed. This was an interesting fact that I, I read. Uh, she was almost killed during the French Revolution uh, because she had worked with the royal family, uh, was doing wax figures of them. They thought she was a royal sympathizer. Yeah. So she was, they went so far as to imprison her, shave her head, get her ready for the guillotine, but she was fine. She ended up leaving, going to London for a few years and founding the wax museum there. Uh, she has 24 locations worldwide. Well, she doesn't because she's dead. Uh, but there are 24 now. How many locations total must there be for the prophecy to come true and Toussaint's army of undead wax monsters come to life and take over the world? <laughs> so there's 24 now. How many for them to take over the world? And this is, again, a closest number. So, Adam, we'll start with you this time. Um, Out of 24. No, no, no. How no. many How many, how many more? Okay. How many total? Let's do that. All right. For uh, for, for the take over the world for the wax army to come to life. I really want to see a wax Michael Jordan. Thirty nine and a thirty nine. I'm gonna. I was gonna say that okay. half, but there's thirty nine of them. Thirty nine. I I wish that it could happen with only one. If we had Britney Spears marching, and it would be great. Can it just be one? Uh, or you're already indicating it has to be more than well, the twenty four. It has to be. Well, if it was just one, it would, it would already have twenty five. 25. Okay. We're on the cusp. All right. Now, well, I'm going to have to say, obviously, the right answer is 666. <laughs> so Adam is closer on that one. To make world wax domination. World Mark wax of the beast. There. That is correct. Yeah. All right. Should have studied so, your religion class. Megan, we're going to come back to you on this one. Walter Cronkite. Are love, you familiar with him? Love, love, love. So he began anchoring the CBS uh, Evening News on this date in 1962. What year did he retire? Oh, my gosh. I remember it. I'm going to say 1986. Okay, 1986. Adam, for you? 69. He started in 62. 62. Remember him from the uh, coverage, of course, of the Apollo of many other favorite things. He was the original announcer or narrator for Spaceship Earth and Epcot, and now it's Dame Judi Dench. Yes, that is correct. Was it Walter Cronkite? It was. God, I loved it. All right, I'm going to say, you said what, 86? I think I said 86, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say 89. 89. All right, well, guess what? We have something happen that has never happened before. Megan got a point. Oh, my God. So it was 1981 uh, when Dan Rather took over okay. for the first time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, this was a neat one. So uh, Laurel and Hardy, mm-hmm. famous uh, comedic troupe, uh, not really mid-century modern because this happened in 1932. They came out with a movie called The Music Box. Mm-hmm. And so this was the one they won the Academy Award for short uh, comedic film for. Uh, it was Stan and Ollie playing movers who are trying to get a piano up a set of stairs. Uh-huh. So this was a real set of stairs in L.A. connected to uh, to streets together, and it's just famous. People flock there to see that uh, and, and that sort of thing. How many steps were there 
on the stairway. And who do we start with last time? So, Adam, I think it's your time to start I'm going to say 63 steps. 63, 63 steps. steps. Okay. As an appraiser, I would like to protest how many numbers there are uh-huh. in this supposed to be fun activity. It seems that <laughs> you would be doing the opposite. As an appraiser, you work with numbers? And I love it in a work uh-huh. environment. I was mm-hmm. looking for a break, Nick. Oh, I see. Um, I'm going to say... And I'm sorry we're competing for my love. I think this is where you're frustrating. As a parent, you are failing me right now. Uh-huh. I'm going to say 21. Okay, they're moving a piano upstairs, and so, of course, it falls down many, many times. Yeah. In a comedic, probably overly comedic fashion. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying more than two flights? It could be. <laughs> He's giving me an opportunity. He wants to me to win. I'm he trying wants to me her. to be my favorite. You said 63? 21. You said 63? Yeah. Are you going to be like $62? Yeah. $1. Yeah. $1. $62. $62. Yeah, it was 130 Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So That's not some stairs. Higher, really? Lower. Yes. I can't even visualize that many stairs. <laughs> stairs go like We're this. in Florida. Everything's flat. That is a good point. Uh, guess who else's, speaking of comedy, guess who else's birthday is today? Mm-hmm. Charlie Chaplin. So last year, uh, impersonators gathered at the Chaplin Museum in Switzerland to set a world record for the largest number of Charlie Chaplin number again. How in many? one place at the same time? Jesus, Pete. How many ended up showing up, and how many would have they would they have needed for the prophecy to be fulfilled <laughs> to raise an army of little tramp monsters to take over the world? So how many showed up? And then how many do you actually need, uh, Charlie Chaplin-wise, all in one place, to raise an army of little tramps to take over the world? So I'll start think, with you. How many actually showed up? I think uh, 500 showed up. Okay. And obviously we need 666. Okay. Right? Very good. That's pretty good. Pretty yep. good. So how many showed so up, I'm going to say 702 showed up. Okay. And it's an arbitrary figure. So was yours. God, yeah. No. Yeah. And um, they need 6,666 to start the army. Okay. So uh, 662 showed up. Uh-huh. And technically they just need 14 to do the army. So they just got too many that ah. time. So I don't remember how That's... close either of you were. Ridiculous. Uh, but Megan, there was no chance you could catch up. No. So Adam won. Adam is my favorite. Dun, dun, He's dun, dun, my dun. favorite. Glad too. we established that. See? See, I knew it. I could have told you that already. <laughs> so why don't we hear from some Henry Mancini now? And then we'll come back and we'll do some plugs because it's time to get up on out of here. Sounds Lovely. great. Wow. Okay. So this is Henry Mancini with the old college try Cha Cha on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. Hey, Nick here. Uh, that, that seemed unnatural. Uh, it's coming up on hurricane season. We're going to get to the summer. There's going to be storms. And guess what? Your power is going to go out. If you're like me, you have no idea how to use or even look at a generator. So what are you going to do when it gets hot? Well, I'm glad you asked. We have a new sponsor called Enchant Suits. They basically make wearable environments. So the idea is that instead of trying to cool your house, you're just trying to cool you. 
regardless of the other people that are around. So it's a spacesuit, essentially, advanced technology, I'm sure, safe, possibly, and it recycles your waste, which is pretty neat, I think, for a lot of people. So you're home, you're cool, the power might be out, but you're drinking your pee and chance suits. Henry Mancini on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida, the old college try cha-cha. And so, uh, yeah, so Henry Mancini, happy birthday today. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Yeah. Still well, around. yeah, me too. Kind of sad. Yeah. Interesting to see how people growing move. old and passing is sad. Uh, okay. Well, uh, speaking of not sad, Metropolis Real Estate Services. That was a Solutions. terrible segue. Yeah. Solutions? Yeah. It's not services? No, solutions. Why did I write down services? I don't know. That's I don't terrible. Know. We solve That's problems, terrible. Bubs. Solutions uh, can be found. Like your addiction at to the word services. Metropolis R E S. That's the problem, is it's not in your URL, so I don't remember it. Right. MetropolisRES.com. Adam and Megan Judd have been here, and uh, they will not continue to be here. I'm going to release them back out into the wild. And so you can go on. I'm going to hang off. around. Great. I'm going to just circle the building. Great. Well, uh, marketing news with Bess Hours coming up, so I think that would be very interesting for her. Uh, speaking of coming up, April 23rd, I'm going to have Ryan Forrestal. He's a local actor and super handsome man. Not really sure why I'm having him on because it's just going to make me feel bad. And then April 30th, I'm going to have Sam and Marco DeGeorge on who are uh, run and help run a an acting school here in town. And so that should be a lot of fun. What do Sounds you guys great. have coming up? What shows, what things do you have? I'm really what excited. Kind of um, we just picked up uh, an involvement in College Park's Mid-Century Modern Home Tour in November. Oh, cool. Uh, so we're just now starting to launch the planning phases of that. So mm -hmm. that's really exciting. Um, I'll probably be back teaching at hopefully the Orlando Regional Realtor Association again, teaching some appraisal classes to real estate agents. What have you got? I am currently just swamped in working on getting all these deals closed and hoping to pick up some new clients. To Closing deals, starting deals, That's opening it. deals, deal, deal, deal. deal. That's yeah. it. The deals and then, you know, running the kids. That's running it. the kids. Running, running the, the kids, kids around. Running the kids. Yeah. So speaking of the kids, your oldest son, my oldest son have their own YouTube channel. Yes. So the To Be them. Decided is yes. the name of the channel and they have a collaborative effort which is uh, Storybound. Yes. And then your son Miller has his own Vinyl Quest. Yeah, so he is doing reviews of vinyl and things of that nature. So it's pretty uh, interesting that he has become much more of a music snob than I have. Which was hard to imagine. It was really, was hard, really hard, to hard to do. To so he has, he has climbed that mountain, and I'm very proud of him. But, uh, yeah, I think the other uh, one of the other things that I wanted to talk about was in 1900... The U.S. Post Office on this day, I do You're a lot of research. Days, yeah, yeah. Uh, U.S. Post Office issued uh, the first book of postage stamps. So I did want to plug uh, Card and Fast, which is my new venture. Love it. Where I Amazing. will actually write cards for people because I feel like that's a better way to connect than Facebook, which will steal all of your information and uh, then sell it to the highest bidder. So come at me, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Get some. Yeah. You You've think got stationery. You think that's something that's, yeah, I'm going to take you down with a typewriter. <laughs> Just like 
Bring it, yeah, bring it back intended. old school to yeah. do it. That's it. I'm kicking back with a beer to watch that so happen. So you guys got a few of those cards, I expect, reports on how they're stamped. All you have to do is sign them and send them. How well received they are. I think it's going to be yeah. great. Yeah, I want to hear about that. that. Yeah, definitely a service I would use. Yeah. All right. Uh, so before we go, though, I feel like we need a, a little bit of a public service announcement in terms of uh, support services. So we talked a little bit about this off air, finding support services if you need them, specifically with your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just talking a little bit ago. Um, all three of our kids have Tourette syndrome, and it's been one of the things that we've really struggled with in the school system is to get them the services they need, and they're all individual. Um, three kids in one family still have three individual needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that we've been struggling with, and I hope that we can try and uh, – assist others in is working within the school system to try and get kids the the educational plans that they need. So I want to encourage parents to work with, if you need to, an advocate and to continue to seek answers when you know that something's up and something's fuzzy and not all of the dots are being connected to trust your gut on that and go with it. Yeah, I think it's easy. I've seen some people who get frustrated with the situation um, and not realizing that everybody wants to help, but they may just not know how yeah, and how to connect those dots. There's so, a lot to navigate, but there's a lot of um, there's a lot of resources out there now with by way of advocacy, and so hiring private advocates can really help a lot of times get you through those muddy waters in the school system. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that. Uh, Adam and Megan Judd, Metropolis Real Estate Solutions, with a Z at the end. Not with a Z. No. Uh, Are you sure? Uh, Yeah. Last time I looked. Might make that a thing. Uh, So they will be out in the world. So if you're looking for a house, especially a mid-century modern or an appraisal, contact them today or any other kind of solutions. Wonderful, yeah. Is it any solutions or is it just specifically real estate solutions? Oh, I'll help help you with any. I'll give you, you don't even have to pay me, sponsor me to give you advice. Advice. Yeah. I'll just do it. Okay. Well, then uh, we're going to take this offline because I need some advice. Woohoo. Thank you. Mainly about waxing. (laughs) (laughs) I got some some advice. Great. All right. We'll leave it at that. Some marketing news is coming up. You're going to listen to some James Brown on the way out. This is A Man Understands on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You've been listening to a certain degree. And that's the show. Thanks for listening to A Certain Degree. Follow us on Instagram. Just search for To A Certain Degree. And if you like the bad business ideas from this episode, we have actually launched a couple. You can check out Brand Knuckles as well as Card and Fast on Instagram as well. It's a lot of as wells. Also check out To A Certain Degree. That's T-O-A, CertainDegree.com. And if you like what you heard, let Nick know. Seriously, let him know. Although I'm Nick, so I'm not sure why I'm speaking in third person. (laughs) 